Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. All right. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Overtime Show, the substitute show where we talk about three things, sports, esports, and the role of art in society. I'm Colby Smith. I'll be your host. Uh, I'm subbing for Joe and the rest of the Point of Order gang here on Radio Free Brooklyn until 12 p.m. this afternoon. We miss them. I know uh, I know we all do, but don't worry. The Overtime Show is here to, to soothe just every possible need you could have. Joining me today are a number of guests in the studio. First of all, Tim Keck. Hey, point of order. Jimmy Butler finally traded. He makes his way out of the Timberwolves to Philadelphia. Does that make them the number one contender in the East? I'd argue no. Would love to hear your feedback. I'm going to sit back, listen uh, up. I know you guys are going to want to talk about the Mets, but if you could talk about the NBA for a little bit, uh, I'd really appreciate it. Okay, we'll, we'll get we'll unpack all of that in a second, Tim. Uh, who who is that? Who who just laughed? You've heard her voice on Young Persons Radio. It's it's Aaron Harland. Hi. Uh, I know next to nothing about sports, uh, but I'm on a new well, team uh, named after a sports team. So. I was just going to mention this. Yes. It's, and what is the name? Oh, it's uh, the ninety, the apostrophe ninety six Bulls uh, from the from the nineteen ninety six Chicago Bulls lineup. I'm so glad you said apostrophe because for a second I was starting to think you knew nothing about sports. A lot of people call us ninety six Bulls, like as if there's just ninety six Bulls. Yeah, but, uh, but uh, yeah, I also I truly know not very much about sports, so this will be so fun. <laughs> One of the worst sports teams in history, the ninety six Bulls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We ter- all know. Terrible. I mean. That's what I've heard. And you guys have a show tonight. We do. Um, at, if you live in Brooklyn, it's at Velvet Brooklyn, which is in Williamsburg. It's next to the very famous Peter Luger Steakhouse. Um, so go get a, a expensive steak and then come see us. You love watching improv and smelling steak. You came to the right place. <laughs> oh, and who was that just now? Sorry. Uh, uh, where to begin with her credits? She has a show today as well. Uh, Pluto is missing. Uh, not so planetary musical at the People's Improv Theater at 3 p.m. Yeah. It's Emily Duncan. Hi, it's me, Emily Duncan. You. <laughs> this is the crew today, everybody here for the overtime show. Again, we're subbing for Point of Order, so we're going to try and give you just a little, a little taste of uh, of what you're you're used to hearing them talk about, and that's that's sports, baby. The game of sports. Yeah. We're talking. We're talking. Yeah. We're starting off with uh, the first of our three pillars: sports, specifically the NBA. Now, I'm so glad that you said that because I have so many things to say about okay. the NBA right now. Well, such as is this the Toronto Yap- Raptors year? Yes, Maybe. it is. I yes, think it so. is. I think this it is. is it. I it think is. This is it. This is a big it's reason. Happening. So this is a big reason <laughs> why I wanted to have you specifically on today. Yeah, uh, you are. You're I from. I thought maybe. Uh... Thank God, because I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be <laughs> any help with anything. <laughs> you're from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Yes, I'm Canadian. I spent my whole life loving the Toronto Raptors. Have never seen them do particularly well. Vince Carter and Junkyard Dog, closest we came. Vince Carter, largely injured most of the time. Uh huh. But this year. This year, we're doing great now, it's, and like I don't want to get too excited because that's the the pain of being a Canadian sports fan is uh, constant disappointment. Right, <laughs> right, and a big reason is we can we say it together? One, two, three, Kawhi. Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> yeah. 
Kobe Leonard. Kobe. Kobe. Isn't it Kawhi? That's my parents say it. Oh, really? I thought it's Kawhi Letter. It's Kawhi. Kawhi. It's K A W H I. Kawhi. Kawhi, right? Kawhi. That's how Bill Simmons says it. I could be wrong. Interesting. How do you say it? Kawhi. But I also don't have cable, so I read everything on my phone. Oh, gotcha. I actually have a TSN sports app that gives me like live updates, so that's how I watch games. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm going on my own reading, um, Kawhi Leonard. All right. Well, That's he reads what I'll say going forward, but I hope you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so this is so uh, uh, the Sklar brothers. Are we familiar with the Sklar, uh, Sklar, the, whole, the Sklar brothers? The Canadian pronunciation <laughs> of their name as well. Yeah. They have a podcast called View from the Cheap Seats. That's uh, about, about sports. Tom Sharpling was the guest recently, mm. and he had this to say. That team is going to destroy the East and um, I, and I would think he stays here too. Oh, I really do. I think this it. is the kind of place that a, that a guy like that, it's kind of the perfect size in a way where mm-hmm. it's a, it's a big city, but everybody is just it is they're so nice to their players here. Yep. Is that true, Emily? I think so. I mean, I'm willing. I I I would like to believe I've lived in New York for 11 years, so I don't really know what it's like to be a sports player in Toronto. But. Yeah. Well, I, st- I started the clip at the wrong point, but he, he says that he thinks Kawhi is the best player in basketball right now. I, you know, he really is. And here's the thing, is that when they traded DeMar DeRozan, it was sad for Toronto mm-hmm. fans in some way, like in some ways because DeMar was so sad about it. And like we, like he's been loyal to us. He's been a really good player. But <laughs> Kawhi, man. Like, he's so good. So worth it. I mean, I don't know. Sorry, DeMar, come back. And my dream team would be if we could have Kyle Leonard... Uh, Kawhi and Demar Derozan. That would be yeah. the best. But like, then we just murder everyone. Like, they, there'd be dead bodies on the court. <laughs> it would be too good. Well, so that. is this what you were alluding to the other uh, a little bit ago when you said that uh, it's it's it yeah. doesn't matter what Philly does. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I also love that this show has become uh, sports takes on sports takes, which I think is the highest form of That's sports what radio. I can do. That's this what is I. What Skip Bayless said. We're going to respond to the response of Skip Bayless. Uh, Someone's got to keep these assholes in check. It's got to be the little guy. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I was wondering if Jimmy Butler leaving and going to Philly pushes them ahead of uh, Toronto. And I don't think it does. I don't think so. I still think Kawhi is so good. Mm -hmm. I love that Jimmy Butler is in the East because I was like, oh, yeah, the Lakers this year. I'm going to watch a ton of Lakers. You know when their games start? 1030. <laughs> I'm not watching a lot of Lakers. I'm watching a first half and I'm hearing about it the next Taking day. Taking that snooze. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Isn't it 730 California time? Yeah. 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 That's uh, an yeah. early game for them. So you really can't. Watching the West Coast basketball is just not a feasible thing. So you got to root for the East. You got to wait until they come over here. Great player in the East. Uh, they did give up like two starters to get him, though. So like now they yeah. have Wilson Chandler playing like huge minutes for them. It's. I mean, they have no. They have no like fifth guy. Yeah. And JJ Reddick's there, and he's going to be good. But it's like they have. They yeah. gave away two guys who were playing. I was 30 really nervous when the trade was made. I was like, I don't know if this is going to work because this is a Toronto thing to do. Is like get one good player and be <laughs> right. like, now we've got it. It's like, <laughs> like no, you have to have a whole team of of people that are good. But I think uh, the the coaches. Uh, they have a new coach. I forget his name because I'm not that great with names. Obviously. <laughs> Um, it's Kawi. <laughs> the coach's name is Kawi. Okay, in fairness <laughs> to me, I was thinking about it. Uh, Canadian television also pronounced it Barack, like o- Obama, I think. Or like oh, a- my Obama. God. It was something like that. It was so wrong. 
Obama, something like that. And I and like I went, I went home and I was like, that's wrong. Like, yeah. guys, you gotta know it's wrong. <laughs> Maybe like Barrick, something like that. It was just totally Barrick Obama. <laughs> like who like is the that? National news, <laughs> mispronouncing his name. And I was like, it's really funny. Oh my god, is, has my whole life been a lie? <laughs> it sounds like you grew up in the south of Canada. <laughs> Uh, all of Canada is the south of Canada. <laughs> Tim, um, do you have thoughts on this? Uh, uh, is Kawhi the best right now? Um, I don't know. I mean, well, LeBron is coasting. It seems like he's yeah. clearly coasting. I yeah. mean, he's still he's still shooting fifty percent. He's great. Uh, he's the best, but he's clearly phoning it in. And I feel like part of it is like he's playing with all these like twenty year olds who have more responsibility yeah. than I have as a grown up, <laughs> as someone older than twenty years old. Uh-huh. And he's acting, of a city on. you know. And he has well, to yeah. act. He's he has got to a, a shop. A, a he's got the shop. Yeah. Acting yeah. career. And I, ha- I have to say, I mean, the Raptors beat the Lakers without. Yeah. Kawhi. Yeah. There you go. So I think I think. James is doing the. I'm still coasting, but you're right. No, what? You're right. No, I'm he, he sorry. I was whispering Kawi to myself. Oh. <laughs> well, here's what. But Anthony Can Davis I... is up there. I'm just saying Anthony Davis. Yeah. And he's like the best. He's got to be one of the best players in the league. Right? Can I just play? This is how good Kawhi is. Is that the? He's so good that the announcers are like not even excited about how they're just like in awe. Of, this is like this. These are highlights from uh, their game against Sacramento. A couple. What is going? Okay, their game against Sacramento a couple uh, a couple days ago. Okay. Here we go. Boy, he's good. He's just, uh, wow, he's I mean, good. You know, everyone's talking about Kawhi Leonard last year and not playing. And, you know, is he healthy? He looks real healthy to me, though. Yes, he does. Fundamental right there. Oh, boy. He is so good. <laughs> I don't even, they don't even have anything smart to say. Boy, he's good. Fundamentals. Wow, he's good. He- healthy. <laughs> yeah. Great skin. Fundamentals healthy. Looking oh, good God. out there. Looking. Yeah. Oh, God. Dribbling. Really good. <laughs> good. Wow. It's like the audience after I crush a stand up show. Yeah, yeah that's all. Wow, know? he's good. Wow, he's good. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He's just, he's all good. of Brooklyn just mumbles. Yeah, no class. It's just. Oh, yeah. No, good. no laughter at all. Just, yeah, yeah. Wow. Not even hyped. It's just, it's just incredible. <laughs> a single tear rolling down. <laughs> Right, but we're we're talking about uh we're talking about the Lakers a little bit just now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It LeBron. I feel like so far, and granted, it's the start of the season. We're still in like early phases, but I feel like LeBron of the Lakers has been so underwhelming. Mm-hmm. I think it's been fun. I saw this this thing the other day. I didn't realize this, but they uh, every time they tip off, Javale McGee is like this big big oaf on their team who plays like twenty minutes, and he always does the jump. The jump ball at the beginning of the game, uh-huh. and if he gets it, he tips it to one of the Lakers players, and then he just runs to the basket for an alley oop. Yeah. So if they get the tip, he just tries to alley oop the ball <laughs> immediately in the first. Three. So I think they're doing fun stuff like that, like they're being scrappy and they're learning. But it's chaos. It's yeah. chaos in a way that LeBron normally does not have to deal with. Right. Mm-hmm. And none of these guys are proven. They're all just kids, and they're all trying to figure out how to play basketball still. And LeBron is is like a basketball god. He's yeah. functioning at such a higher level than all these guys are at currently. Yeah. You know, and that hasn't really happened to him before. I mean, do you think it's do you, is it frustrating for him or is he just kind of like is he just kind of grinning and bearing it? Cuz he's not really go he's not going hard at all really. No. But Maybe he, I, he wanted this. I don't know. I feel like he kind of did yeah. this to himself. I mean, sir, of course he did. Of course he did. You know. Like, you know. Made this happen. Yeah, he wanted he... LA, but it's not a good basketball situation. Right. No. It is what it is. 
Poor guy. He but there's his, no. He made his bet. What? He yeah. couldn't commute from Sacramento. <laughs> he wants to do a little Hollywood. Well, I mean, he had. He had. I feel like he had a great game against Sacramento last night. I was watching the oh, highlights. I actually watched. I was watching the highlights yet. this morning. Scored twenty five points. Stand up show last That's night. Nice. Killed. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. She's good. I mean, I did. She's good. Where? Uh, QED. It really. Was, was, I didn't like murder. Or anything. Was Mary Kay Doherty there? Yeah, she, she was. Had, well, yeah, yeah. Well, oh my was, god. Yeah, it was. Uh, was she there? was there. Maritza. Uh, Montana's Angela Paladino. Oh my God! Who? who yes. Oh. Who hosted oh, really? oh, <laughs> the show? <laughs> <laughs> That's a real who's who of. Yeah. Who and then, are these people? Who, yeah, we're all connected somehow. <laughs> yeah. Who who hosts the show? Uh, me and my friend Kate Moran. You hosted? Oh. Yeah, I just what started hosting this show. That's uh, not. That's not what you. You made you sound like you had a spot. Well, I did a set. Well, yeah. I'm new. But you put the thing together. Oh yeah, well I mean I don't know. I just start. It's a two. It's the show's been running for two years, and last night was my first night co-hosting. Oh. It. Okay, all right. Um, so I I did like I did half the booking, and then I also oh. did like a regular set. Emily, give this thing a plug. <laughs> oh right, uh, it's called the Revolution. Um, it's at QED. It's the second Saturday of every month at seven thirty. It is a great show. Um, all women and female identifying comics. Um. Or non-binary comics, uh, and it's like it's super fun. It it really is like a great show. I, I can't I can't overhype how much fun it was last night. That's cool. fantastic. Yeah, That's I would great. love to do it sometime. Uh, <laughs> I think Angela Paladino maybe asked me to do that show. Maybe it might be that one. It might be something different. But I'm glad I'm glad I can say that there are like more all female things. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, we'd love to have you. <laughs> QED is a great space. Anyway, sports. Really, really, the only uh, uh, the the Astoria venue. Yeah, I would say. QED. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, yeah. a place to show. Is there one tell. claim to fame. Yeah. Yeah. What else is in Astoria? Nothing. Yeah. Me. <laughs> All right. Oh, my no. trivia nights on Tuesday at Catch Astoria. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just this whole it's show is just gonna trivia? be me plugging things that yeah. I do. <laughs> you should. No. Uh, uh, yeah, Catch a Story at 8 p.m. on mm. every Tuesday. I host Man. trivia for the New York City Trivia League. <laughs> Hope I get a bonus for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, all of our listeners are in Brooklyn, so. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, if you win, there's a round of free drinks in it. There you out. go. There you go. Bonus Tuesdays. Queens, Trek guys. on up, get baby. Out of the yeah, just get out of get out the of your backlash. get out of your the radio bubble. Free Brooklyn zone. listeners. Get out of your Come bubble. On. I'm sorry. Ooh. It's because I have nothing. Yeah. I Live nothing in Brooklyn, but. You know, hang out in Queens sometimes. Why yeah. not? We're sisters. Yeah. We're There's sister boroughs. That's right. Yeah. We're not like all those other stinking boroughs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we know it. We're cool. Yeah. Yeah, Manhattan blows. <laughs> all looking suck. at you, Manhattan. Yeah, you suck. And Staten Island and the you Bronx. You suck. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Manhattan. <laughs> You're going to get so much hate mail. <laughs> the regular hosts of this show are going to get like, hate mail yeah. from the No, I, I turn the phones off. They can't even call in. I can say whatever I want. <laughs> 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 Should we talk about Kawhi's laugh for a second? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Should we? Do you have a recording of it? I, I do. Have I, one. Let me, I let want me that get to it up. Then. Let me I've, get it up. I've never heard it, so I'd like to hear it. Yeah, it's it's great. Do you know what I'm talking about, Tim? <laughs> no, it's higher than no? that. No, it's it was higher like, than that. What oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. So this the whole clip is is I'll, I'll play the beginning of it. The reporter asks him what he wants people to know about him. Mm. Okay. And what would you like people to know about you? First of all, insane question. Right. Insane question to ask. Barely journalism. Barely. <laughs> I'm incredibly allergic to almonds. <laughs> yeah. So his response is, uh, I'm a fun guy. <laughs> uh, obviously, I love the game of basketball. Um, 
I mean, it's just more questions you have to ask me um, in order for me to tell you about myself. I just can't give you a whole spiel. Very reasonable. I don't even know where you're sitting at. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I, now I just thought of a new theory I had. I don't even know where you're sitting at. Like. <laughs> 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 like, yeah. It kind of sounds like he's That's an uncomfortable laugh. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it gets me. So, you know, you know in the first Batman movie with Michael Keaton? Yeah. I've always argued that he's the best Bruce Wayne. because You he brought is, this up on, I maybe even on the Overtime show before. I'm, I'm sure I've brought this up on the show before. Yeah. But it's he's he plays... Batman, Bruce Wayne, so absent-minded, you know, because his alter ego is Batman. He spends right. all of his time thinking about Batman. So there's wonderful scenes where he's just walking around this house and the butler's picking up after him. He has a sip of a glass. He puts it on the edge of a table. It's about to fall off. The butler has to catch it. He has a pen. He doesn't know where to put it. He just drops it in a bush. The butler has to pick it out of the bush. But he's like <laughs> well, an insane. Like an he's like an <laughs> crazy, but he's just aloof and he's just above it all uh -huh. because he's Batman. He's really Batman and he's thinking about being Batman. And so when he is Bruce Wayne, he's just, he's barely a, a person. So you're, you're saying he's not the best Batman, he's the best Bruce he's Wayne. He's the best Bruce mm -hmm. Wayne. Because okay. it's an interesting interpretation of Bruce Wayne. Because I think a lot of people play him like he's suave and put together. Yeah. But Bruce Wayne is the real disguise. It's the mask that he puts on so that he can be Batman. But really he's Batman pretending to be Bruce Wayne. I think Kawhi Leonard, the I basketball player... Is Batman and Kawhi Leonard like the person? The human. Is Bruce Wayne <laughs> pretending to be just like a normal person? It's just like dropping stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, but he doesn't care. They're like, "What do you know about yourself?" And he's like, "Oh man, pens I don't know." In bushes, basketball, Batman. I fight crime at night, but he doesn't know how to function as like a normal yeah, guy because yeah. he's thinking about basketball, Kawhi, yeah, all I, the time. I don't really know what to tell you. Nah, that's a loaded question. You're gonna have to that's ask me loaded, more yeah, questions. You could ask I can't give you a whole spiel. I'm, I'm a puzzle. Yeah. You're going to have to solve it. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> people laughed a lot at that. <laughs> but people, they love yeah, them. The they love there you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. It makes me smile. I love him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who else Who else you got on the rafters? Who else is good? Uh, Kyle Leonard. Yes. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Just a couple, the R2KL. Couple of Leonards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, what is it with Leonard's Lowry. for Canada? Lowry, yeah, Lowry. Leonard Fuck Cohen. Me. I just get me out of here. Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> I meant, I meant Kyle Lowry. I think Hash I said the most Leonard guy. twice on his name, but he's great. Uh, I think we just stumbled onto a great character, which is Kawhi Leonard Cohen. Where? Uh, oh my God! Uh, now that's you, a before and after Jeopardy. You say, you know, you say, uh, uh, call us for that. <laughs> where you go, that's like the end of the song. Uh, uh, it's a cold and it's a broken hallelujah. And then you go. <laughs> he laughs at all of his emotional songs. Yeah. And then they just end. There's one sentence, there's a laugh, and then it's done. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we'll keep developing this. You keep, that that keep working on it. Leonard Cohen, wonderful. What a great song. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of great Canadians. Yes. How good was Shrek? Was Leonard Cohen yeah. Canadian? Yeah. Oh, Get yeah. He's from Montreal. Cool. I didn't know that. Poet of Canada. Okay. I don't know if that was an official title or if it's just something my mom says a lot. But... She, calls, she calls him the National Poet of Canada? Yeah. Wow. What a title. It's beautiful. Yeah. Guy, guy, the guys want all kinds of stuff. Of our nation. <laughs> The well, he's, of, well, he he's has dead. since the passed. <laughs> part of our uh, he died like right after Trump got elected. He died like the next dead. day. That's probably what uh, killed him. 
Yeah. He was like, I'm out. Well, that and all the cancer. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Trump exacerbated anyway. yeah. the symptoms somehow. I believe that. <laughs> yeah. Trump got elected and Leonard Cohen was like, I failed in my life. <laughs> I think it's time to go. Uh, As he lays himself down. Hallelujah. He actually, there's a song that he has called Democracy that's like, oh, oh yeah. Very on point for the Trump Sure. Era. It's got a nice little march. Yeah. Got a nice little. Do, do, do. Yeah. Democracy <laughs> is coming Keep going. to the USA. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Kevin Durant. <laughs> Kevin Durant. Plays for the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Sounds right. If you listen to if you here's another take on <laughs> yes. a take. Here's another take on a take, oh, yeah. Tim. All Bill Simmons wants to talk about these days is where's Durant going? Where's Durant yeah. going? I'm sick of it. <laughs> why do we think he's going anywhere? He's not like why would anyone leave that team? Okay, here's why if you want to get boring about it, here's why they all right, think he's fine. gonna leave. Fine. All right. Not this boring. Is, but they your... have they have four players who should be on max contracts. Mm-hmm. And eventually they're not gonna be able to pay them all. And so yeah. someone is going to get kicked out. Is what is going to happen inevitably. So they don't think he's going to leave. They think he's going to get kicked out. No, they. Why think do they think that he he's could the opt one to leave? So his okay. legacy is that he was the story of Kevin Durant. Right? Is that he was in Oklahoma City? They made one finals. They couldn't get it done, and he blamed Russell Westbrook. So then he goes to a team that was already one of the best teams in history. Yeah. Because Kevin Durant is a coward. He's a spineless wuss, <laughs> and he needed to be lifted up I by only this. the best team. In the NBA. And yeah. that was the only way he could win rings because he can't get it done on his own, mm-hmm. right? And that's his story right now. Yeah. Is that this coward couldn't get it done without the aid of the best other players I in the see. NBA. And so now if he wants to solidify his legacy for these three rings that mean nothing, that should have been in the hands of LeBron James, <laughs> and it would have been if he hadn't just joined already the best team mm. on the block. Gosh, I hate this man. It, it, he <laughs> should If he goes to another team and he win, if he brings a championship – to the Knicks, it'll solidify his legacy, as did winning in Cleveland did for LeBron. Right. Because the Knicks haven't won in a very long time. But Kevin Durant, Durant now can be brushed off. But I feel like even if he goes to the Knicks, there's no way they win a title. I mean, maybe he's that good. But the Knicks I, are a bad He's not. He's not. I feel like nobody's that good. I feel like if LeBron nobody's went to the Knicks. To make the Knicks win. Right? <laughs> right? That's a funny take. Yeah, but it's probably true. <laughs> I feel like if LeBron went to the Knicks, they still wouldn't win it. I mean, a title. LeBron barely won on the Cavs. I'm saying. Right? Like, they really could have lost. If, yeah. You know, if Draymond Green doesn't punch him in the nuts <laughs> and get suspended for a game, the Cavs could have lost again. Mm-hmm. And they had, like, three, two other players who are better than anybody else on the Knicks right now. Yeah. Unless Porzingis is bad. But Porzingis could also be broken. Sure. You got to bring. He's not bring the most reliable. Talk about the Knicks. But he's but he's he's great. But he is injured now. He tore his ACL. He's been out for he's gonna be out for the whole season. Yeah. And now they're gonna try and recruit Kevin Durant by saying, "Hey, listen, our best player hasn't played in a year. Uh-huh. Uh, please just come to New York." And the the owner is an idiot who just has his rock band well, he cares about. Exactly. Like the Knicks are a, are a James shit Dillon, show. JD in the straight shot. The Knicks are a terrible situation, and it'd be crazy for him to leave. And also, Golden State's opening a new stadium. Like they're gonna be playing in San Francisco, like in a, next year maybe. So why why wouldn't he just hang out and like check out the new stadium, be the yeah. face of the place, and get a, go to, go on a nice winery tour, maybe? Yeah, Ooh, yeah, you know, yeah, really hang out around San Francisco. There you go. Go to the uh, Godiva uh, factory. Yeah, yeah. Is that, that where that is? Love chocolate. That is where that is. <laughs> I've never been to San Francisco. Oh wait, sorry, not Gar- not Godiva. I'm sorry. Go- What's the other one? Oh, get Gal Gadot. 
what is it? Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. <laughs> I'll think of it. I will Gal Gadot. Gadot. Giardelli? Or is that Giardelli? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giardelli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Sorry. Ah, yes. Not I just could die. That's Italy or something. Gagardelli. I don't know. Giardelli. 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 Beric Giardelli. Obama. Do you guys want to hear uh, James Dolan, the owner of the Knicks country rock band? Yes, please. Well, they sound like this. Oh, my gosh. Better find a suit. Stop. Make sure to rant in the back holding a tambourine. Just... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I would go see this concert. Oh, good. That's what he wants. Don't <laughs> yeah. give that to you him. Know what that sounds like? It sounds like, what's your name? Who's, Who's your daddy? daddy? Which is a much better <laughs> song. Oh my god, yeah. I love that one. Yeah. Is she rich? Is she rich like me? This is the guy. The the guy. James Dolan owns the Knicks, so he owns Madison Square Garden. And when the Eagles played Madison Square Garden a couple years ago, he insisted that his band opened for the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> I insist. I mean, and, you if know, I owned. And like if if that were an option for me, I'd do that. I'd pull that kind of shit. Yeah. Not really, but like maybe a little. You know, like my god. Not- Emily's coming out pro-James Dolan in this show. (laughs) You're the first one. I'm just saying, like, his family doesn't like him. He's insisted on opening for every band at Madison Square Garden. The Eagles fans will (laughs) be fine. And it's just the Eagles. (laughs) I mean, look, I'm not worried about the Eagles in this. I just think it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a ballsy move. You don't like the Eagles, do you? No. Were you talking about that on the last show? I was, I was. We're listening to him being like, "Yeah, I don't get the Eagles too. I never, I've never understood." But well, they have so let James, rabid fans. Let Dolan have it. Yeah. Why? Why should I let him have anything? <laughs> he is a dirtbag who thinks he's, he's exactly what's wrong with this country. He's a middle-aged white man who thinks so he's entitled to everything. Him. I'm just like, just be clear. We are talking about the band, the Eagles. Yes. Okay. Great. Yeah. Uh, no, yes. no, there was an eagle show at Madison Square Garden. Oh, oh my God, <laughs> that would be so cool. <laughs> yeah, you, you come in eagle. You know how those people they like uh, they're like fly, and then the birds fly yeah, yeah, and the top of them like fell back. Yeah, yes. and then oh, it's man. like thirty-eight people were injured at the eagle show. <laughs> but I, I have to. I, I Just people to be holding one of those fish. People. Yeah, they, like, yeah, they sell fish at the concession stand. You can hold up the fish and <laughs> throw around, get it from you. Oh my god! There was a there was a falcon on the loose in Midtown the other day. On the loose, yeah. I mean, I, it's the sky. <laughs> Someone, no, no, it was loose. like it was like someone's pet falcon or something. It was not like a falcon in like an endemic falcon. Why do they have a pet falcon? Some people there is um if you walk up have a photo uh, of it somewhere, somewhere around the neighborhood like people somebody has a bird coop thing on top of their building mm. uh like like the royal tenenbaums uh like he had a falcon like hey arnold yeah like, like hey oh, arnold yeah. Yeah. pigeon man yes pigeon, pigeon man. man pigeon man i saw exactly. there's someone in bushwick or there used to be at least that had an ocelot that they'd walk around what yeah i used to see That's him around awesome. this area <gasps> yeah well, also speaking of bushwick and birds there's a, a live poultry farm uh, uh where they slaughter chickens in, in this name, just just blocks away from here. Oh, uh, you're so. telling me I could be at a chicken slaughtering right now, and <laughs> yeah. I'm here. Well, that's where we're having the after party <laughs> after the show. That would be a great place to have an improv show. The chicken, the, yeah, the right, live poultry right next farm. To it so you can smell. <laughs> you can hear the chicken. Oh, yeah, have, have no. the ninety six bulls. The ninety six bulls thought about moving. I'm uh, vegan. <laughs> So that's yes. a no then on them moving well, the show. Well, you know what? It's free to rent out the space.
space mm-hmm. and they've actually got a pretty good stage so uh yeah we've thought about it we'll consider it i might put my morals aside yeah for that hmm. for comedy okay cool <laughs> <laughs> all right you great try it out and let us know how it is uh, yeah yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, i think it's gonna be the new legion um so, i'm sorry yeah R.I.P. it's something new now i passed by it recently and it looks fancier i don't know what it is we'll have to later i'll i'll talk about that later we should all go and just try and perform mm-hmm. <laughs> the stage is still there i'm sure let's see hawk's sitting on a car wow yeah there it is everybody <laughs> check out Hawk sitting on a car. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> you know, it's like one of those apps that gives you like alerts about like fires and crimes and stuff. And for some reason, it sent out Hawk sitting on a car. That's like a crisis. Snap, like... It's like the national like texting network. Yeah, <laughs> Donald it's Trump like texts am- everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Falcon on a car. Guys, take a look out your window. There's a hawk sitting on a car. <laughs> It's time now, everyone, to uh, roll over to our, the second pillar of the overtime show. All right. Tim, Tim Keck just uh, leaned over. rolling over. Well, he knows. He did roll over. I guess you can't mime an actual action, can you? I don't know. You're yeah. the... Uh, yeah. I got it. You're the clown. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Is the second pillar talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs? <laughs> no, the second pillar is eSports. Oh. Ugh. Competitive right. video gaming, which is... <laughs> oh, the recent recent column in the Washington Post uh, parenting uh, section okay. entitled "Everything Parents Need to Know About Esports" <laughs> from October fifteenth. The second question. So we probably shouldn't hear this. Though. <laughs> yeah, the second question makes me laugh so much. Are esports bad for kids? Is <laughs> just in bold. And the writer. This is the writer's take. Putting in the hours required to get good at anything takes a toll. Esports carry a risk for the body and possibly the developing brain. The 8 to 12 hours that many esports athletes say they train per day has led to an increase in, quote, computer-related injuries, including carpal tunnel syndrome, repetitive strain injury, and back pain. I believe that. This goes on. All of these, like, risks, like, medical risks go on for two paragraphs, and then it concludes... But some kids make a lot of money doing this. <laughs> this doesn't sound like good parenting advice to me. Well, I mean, they're giving you all the risks. Uh, all it's risks. bad for your child, but yeah. they might make money. Exactly. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, they should just shell, sell drugs. Yeah, or get into comedy. I was going to say that's almost anything. I feel like you could make that uh, that Exactly. Almost it's anything. too general. I also mm-hmm. think yeah. that calling it esports is a misnomer because mm-hmm. it just makes sports people mad. And it's like they're not mad about chess club. Right. Like it's the same thing. Right. Just call it a uh, game club. Right. You know, just, <laughs> right. put, just tack club on there. And stuff. Yeah. What I think is interesting about eSport and, like, video games and stuff, right, is, like, how do parents know if their kid's good, right? Like, <laughs> if, if, if you have a child that is, like, a piano prodigy, you take them to another grown-up, and that grown-up sits down with you and goes, like, I, listen, I've been coaching, I've coached a lot of kids, and mm-hmm. your kid is special. Uh-huh. Here's what you do to make them better, Right. They're good at football. You talk to a football coach. You go to a basketball like coach. Right. Talk There's yeah, and you also have like a like... general idea of what right. good at yeah, you piano see the... or good at basketball looks like. Because you, you, know? right. you, you have standards yourself, but there's no standard for like, oh, my son got ten kills on Fortnite. Is that good <laughs> or is the, that just good for an eight year old? Is you, he exceptional? Right. You would just Fortnite? have to trust them that they know what is good. And kids right. don't. No. 
<laughs> Why would they know? An eight-year-old's like, yeah, I love this thing. Yeah, I, I think I might be time. good. That's yeah. parenting, right? It's just but you can get like you can get like college scholarships for it now. Really? Like, wow. There are like high schools that are making it like part of their what? their like quote unquote athletic program. Huh? Yeah, what? for Wait, real. I want to know more about the college scholarship because it seems like an like it seems like it would be the opposite of being able to go to college if you have to play video games eight to twelve hours a day. But they right. already have them for like debate. And like academic, academic things, don't they? Aren't there huh? like debate scholarships and like other? Sure, there. Yeah, mock yeah. trial. Yeah, yeah. But like those. those are skills that but that makes sense, kind of. I, well, I guess you know maybe it's a new world. I'm thinking of like what I think college is, but I'm like you know like a debate translates well, into skills that are yeah, good like communication for skills. But what are the skills of playing a game that's based on a sport? It isn't the sport; it's controls. Like what? What does that add to, to to gain you the scholarship? Right. But what about basketball? Like somebody that's good at basketball that isn't good enough to make the NBA, like what are they actually getting out of playing basketball in college? Fun. Like, well, and then Fun, the, right? the, yeah. the college uh, gets like. The college makes money yeah. off makes of them money and then it. throws uh, them away. Does the college make money <laughs> off of them yeah, playing esports, I guess? Gaming, is really like watch parties? I think if they have like a college team, then, then oh, okay. uh, presumably, yeah. Good. Yeah. That's a good comparison. Oh, it's just man. the according to, of college. A, according to Forbes. <laughs> the lamification of college. <laughs> what else is, what a wimpy commuter school is going right? to be like, yeah, we have the best Halo players on the planet. Like, well, outside. that's what I don't know is how big is how big these these schools are. Because there is something called the National Association of Collegiate Esports that has like 80 member institutions. And they all most of them offer scholarships. So they have, presumably they have like they have like a college team for like Overwatch. Okay. Or or League of Legends or something. Okay. This is gonna make those things less <laughs> fun though, too, isn't it though? Because like when we talk I think like last <laughs> for time show, we were talking about the Overwatch tournament in the Barclays Center. Yeah. And how like a big factor on that was that they, they updated the game right before this tournament. So like a heavy favorite to win this tournament. Their entire strategy was negated by an update that was specifically designed to negate that strategy before a tournament. Mm -hmm. So now if you have collegiate sports where their their sports calendar is based around big college tournaments, then all of a sudden you're going to have to try and regulate these private companies yeah. right, that are making updates and patches to their game to make it more competitive the whole for thing, also non-competitive players. The whole thing is just a mess. <laughs> it's like it's I really can't wait for the video game where I play my favorite esports athletes playing a game <laughs> like it's can, coming baby it's, it's yeah. only a matter of time get real meta yeah the espn sports center the esports center <laughs> the e e s s p p but that already kind of exists in the form of twitch right yeah because twitch you can just live stream anything and if you're like really if you're like really good at overwatch then people who like overwatch will like watch you and like see if they can learn hmm learn from you yeah but that's watching it that's not controlling i can them. tell you're fuming right I now i hate this idea oh <laughs> man i you know i'm actually i feel like i'm going in the opposite direction of the world in that like i've deleted all of my social media off of my phone i'm mm. like I, I i don't i wonder like... where all those likes had gone <laughs> sorry i just i couldn't she was the only one liking colby's thing yeah. <laughs> oh trust me they're just sitting there at zero <laughs> It's true. When I log on, I just I just go to Colby's page and make sure I like everything. So yeah. he's not it's alone. A job. <laughs> uh, it's a job. Yeah, he does pay me twenty five dollars a week. <laughs> Somebody has to. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
I don't know. No, I just the whole idea is like I mean, I the thing is I was an indoor kid. I get it. Sure. I wanted to be a professional like Pokemon card player, but like <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> well, see there you go. It's like look look at how quick that was gone. Yeah. You know. True. Gang, I would like to move to the third pillar of the overtime Uh-oh. show now. Wow. Third act. We've <laughs> talked about sports. We've talked about esports. We should now speak briefly about the role of art in society. All right, here we go, baby. <laughs> yeah, so the ringer steps in. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, I, I'm excited, though. Rice University in Texas. <laughs> a few years ago, hosted the art critic Dave Hickey uh, to speak about uh, cultural like patronage. Kevin's rant of art. <laughs> That's exactly right. To speak about what was it again? Cultural patronage of the arts. Okay. So that's the National Endowment for the Arts. That's universities hiring, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, artists in residence. Oh, okay. And he, he, he gets very angry during his, uh, he gets very worked up about this. And his speech uh, uh, crescendos with the following clip. And I get career advice as you get career advice. This is one of the interesting things that's happening lately is that uh, a bunch of freaking losers are giving artists career advice. <laughs> you know, uh, said, well, if you want to be an artist, first you pay attention to your brand. And then after you do that, you go to the following parties, A, B, C, D. And I look out here, and there are a lot of people here who really want to get in, you know? And I, I can't help, because I've spent my whole life trying to get out. <laughs> And all of my friends that come to mind, Bob Rosenberg, Edward Shea, Bruce Nauman. Drop some names. Uh, all titans of the industry. Hundreds of David Reed, all of, all of, my, all of my art friends. The Steph Curry. Have been trying to get out as well. That's what we do is we get out. We don't get in. Lunatic and <laughs> I think that the idea that there is an in I think I saw this guy at an open mic the other day. (laughs) Was he heckling? There's only a a, uh, accounting sheet. That's it. That's all there is there. The only, there is no into the art world. There is only out of somewhere else. Thoughts? I like the way he speaks. I like the way that he talks. (laughs) He can barely move his mouth. (laughs) That's why he moves his hands for art. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to get his words out it's the only way he can communicate i can't express it i need a canvas um, i need a canvas to talk yeah that's welcome to mcdonald's what's your order get me a canvas <laughs> i can't say it <laughs> i'm gonna have to later. show oh, I'm you sorry this is actually a mcdonald's we don't serve that's a burger king burger for sure yeah that oh, is it yeah he's painting whoppers he's yeah <laughs> the clip ends with a pause and then you gonna order anything? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, Tim, your the wheels are turning. I can I see. Do it. Have a, I well, I think the ladders that were there, even for the previous generation, are not there mm. for us. Mm-hmm. As far as like art and comedy, I mean comedy specifically, it's mm. like go you on. used to be able to just go and loiter outside a comedy club. And you'd pay your dues, and you'd get to open for somebody doing five minutes at, like, 2 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. And maybe you'd get a free meal or something like that. And then you could work your way up the ladder, and then that club would recommend you to another club. And it would just kind of build like that. But now everybody just does their own show, does mm-hmm. their own thing. And you can become 
more successful than anybody else on Instagram mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. making 30-second videos. And that's mm-hmm. a different ladder than the comedy club ladder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's a ladder. It's a realistic ladder you can climb. You can sit down. You can get really good at Instagram mm-hmm. and reap all the benefits of that. And it's so it's interesting when there's like some 60-year-old guy. I'm just guessing he's ancient. He sounds ancient. He sounds older. <laughs> uh, he's he's older. like, I don't understand why people are giving advice to each other. And like, there's totally advice to be had mm-hmm. for how to get your, your work out there. Maybe yeah. not getting good at the work. Right. But as far as promoting yourself, I mean, there's definitely well, tricks I think what he's I think what he's critiquing is the networking aspect of it. And the like, all the like, the emphasis on like connections. That's where like the the go to the right parties uh, thing comes you from, rather that, than though. the rather than the like the work. You have to do that. Well, because no one's gonna know about you. Well, this is what I want to talk about. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it's very cool for successful people to be like, yeah, networking's gross. It's like Jerry Seinfeld talking about when he started and like, oh, it was so hard. You know, we performed for packed audiences all the time, and I went back to my one bedroom apartment on the Upper West Side, and man, I was living <laughs> such a rough life, and then. 29 years old i get my own my own show and it's the most successful thing in the world and, and then i'm rich for the rest of my life and get standing o's every room i walk into and now someone netflix is going to pay me millions of dollars just to stream my 15 minute videos about getting coffee with a friend i haven't seen in a couple of months <laughs> and like cool man i'm sure you've had a really rough go of it but like this guy being like yeah you know they don't get it they're trying to get in the club it's like dude you're in the club you've been in the club you forgot how you got there. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. forgot, yeah. So yeah. many people don't get into what you had. Because, and the rules are like constantly changing. Right. So, mm-hmm. so oh, like, yeah. Everyone's trying to figure it out all the time. And yeah, I just think that, like, yeah, I do. Th- I, I understand probably what, like what you were saying, Colby, about what he was saying, which is like, yeah, they're. they're it's not the clearest expression. It's not what, what I just said. No, what oh, he what said. He said. <laughs> I understand what I was saying about what you were saying about what he was saying. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but but yeah, it's it's just it's weird, to, and I I don't understand what he what he means about that. There's only out. What is that supposed to mean? That like I think he means like, like out of normal life. Uh, Interesting, because I thought he meant like out of the club, like he just wants to be left alone. Like, oh, a real artist doesn't care yeah. about being noticed; they just want to make their art and be left right. alone, uh, kind of. Mm. Thing, you know? Or like, or like, um, hey, you've made it, so now you don't really have to like do it so hard anymore. If if that makes sense, it's like Ooh. once you've reached that status, it's the like plateau. Th- yeah, there's the nothing. Rocky Three. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, I don't, but I don't think there's anything wrong with like people. Giving, I, I don't really personally like networking things and stuff too, but like I know yeah, that they're and it's often true. necessary. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would say it is true that there's a, the whole a whole sort of cottage industry around people being like, I can be your life coach, your artist life coach, mm-hmm. like whatever. Pay me twenty five dollars an hour, and I'll tell you how to right like build your brand and right. stuff. And it's like that. Yeah. And like those people are probably not the most useful people on the. But you know, everybody's <laughs> got to have a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Let's James hey, Dolan over for the Eagles. <laughs> Look, I know how to do things that I need to make a buck, so <laughs> yeah. I pass that on. Um, but yeah, I mean, like all the the things, like like there there was that big spree of people charging to like meet with a casting director and that yeah. kind of thing, and it's oh, like, yeah. and then the casting director director's getting paid something to be there, and they're not then gonna like very rarely are they then gonna actually take those people that paid a hundred dollars and put them in anything, right? You know, it's right. just uh, about paying for exposure, which is it's you know true. there are good. I guess I would there's say good there's, aspects to it, right? And it's there's the good like, and bad. Like, it's a, the like like oh, I took a commercial acting class, and then like they signed me after. It's like ev- everybody got signed <laughs> after, like yeah. every single person got signed after. <laughs> or it's like it's like um, I know I haven't done any of these things, but like there's this thing called one on one, and they'll they'll yeah. have yeah like 
mm-hmm. workshops, but also it's like uh, this person is currently casting for something. So there, it's there's a possibility that if you do this workshop, yeah, you'll get exposure and they might cast you or at least ask you to audition, which is great. But I feel like some people, they just kind of like uh, have it and that's going to that probably will happen. And then some people are going to have to like probably go to a million of these things before they get something or or they might be delusional. They might never right. get it, which is sad to say. The I, feel answer... I don't want to put anyone's <laughs> dreams down. But well, I feel like the truth. The answer, Colby. Well, no, <laughs> I feel like the truth lies somewhere in the middle between these two extremes, mm. right? Because, yeah. like, obviously, you need to, yeah, like, you need to play. Out there. You yeah. need to play the game a little bit. Mm-hmm. But once you get there, you also have to be good. Like, yeah. you have to deliver on the promises that you've made to all these people. Right. Yeah. Right. And the work of the art isn't getting known; it's doing the art, and then yeah. right. the, like do, and then you know, because you could have a really impressive business card website all that you could be very impressive in person and like your personality but then yeah it'll come down to right the art but, some but people... yeah then someone clicks on the video and they're just like oh, oh boy yeah <laughs> like, this is the prettiest both, website i've ever seen for a really shitty ground. comedian I think those are contradicting skills too yeah I mean, oh interesting okay let's 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 hear this out. i think the people who are the best at like that that side of it are generally the worst comedians, in right. my opinion. Yeah. Or oh, yeah. and vice versa. Like I think like some of the best people just don't have any interest in or aren't good at that or it's it's an unnatural thing for them to do. Like it uh-huh. seems like a lot of great artists just want to do the art. Right. And now it's like, oh, I have to go to this mixer. But do you think plus. Right, yeah. that's the work. It's like when you're an actor, it's like you're paid to wait. Right. Acting's the part everybody wants to do, but nobody wants to wait. And then go on these the late night shows room, yeah. and promote this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then even when you're on, when you've got the role and you're on the set and you have to wait in your trailer while they get and makeup on somebody for else, like eight hours, and then do an hour of something, and then sit there for another two hours, and then yeah, you can it's go brutal. Home. You're doing yeah. stand up. You're paid to travel. You got to go to some place in the middle of nowhere, and you got to yeah. fly out there, and then you got to spend the night in a hotel, and then just so you can perform for thirty minutes and have right. like the fun part right and then i guess maybe i don't know if it's changing but yeah i feel like there used to be a grind that would like have an outcome but now it does seem like i know comedians now who like i feel like they didn't really do very many open mics they probably did more like they came up a different way maybe it was through improv then they started doing stand-up then improv people started asking them to do their shows and then they started making videos and and now they have like pilots and are doing you know what i mean it's, it's a different Instagram way or a blog yeah, it's, yeah. there's a million ways there, to do like, things that there used to only be a couple ways to do right where they didn't do that thing where it was like okay yeah i gotta get up like three thousand times and mm-hmm. then i'll get better and this so like there is an outcome sort of yeah if i work really really hard at this yeah well i think um, what you're touching on is the, a complete the, the complete opposite of uh, what Dave Hickey is talking about. Oh, yeah, probably. Which is, th- no, I think that's good. <laughs> which is like, I think there's an argument to be made that uh, the like generation before the one you're in really has nothing worthwhile to say to you in terms of advice because it's so much is different. Like, yeah. you know, 10 years have gone by. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole new world. I mean, yeah. things are different now than they were five years ago. You there know, you like, go, yeah. You, I, you could, there were like... Ten years ago, people watched sketches on YouTube on a regular well, basis. Well, that's the biggest. You that's the biggest people. change in comedy. Well, yeah, I think that that digital yeah. is is, like, is completely gone now. Just like remember when it was like pre YouTube, it was like hard to get a video on the like you were like how <laughs> how do I do that? That yeah. was a hard thing to do, and now it's like 
it's not a hard thing to do at all. Yeah. No, so, I mean, and then, you know, pioneers. YouTube democratized uh, digital content, and what yeah. did we get out of it? Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham? I'm happy Dan about Cook it. Dan Cook came out of MySpace. Like, uh, what advice smosh. is he going to give now? Is he's going to be like, yeah, yeah just get a followers on <laughs> MySpace. Dan Cook came out of MySpace, really? Yeah, he went, he, like, famously <laughs> to some really? agent. Uh, he just had this uh, meeting with, like, a big agent or whatever, and he was trying to get a gig, and the guy was like, I don't know why I should sign. He's like, can I borrow your computer for a little bit? He logged into MySpace, and people saw he was live, and just a million people messaged him. Okay. And the guy was like, I don't know what this is, but it seems like a lot of but people like you. But he's funny. Yeah. Let's so then they cast him and some stuff or gave him some things. Yeah. That's crazy. But then he backed it up. I didn't know that about Dane Cook. I didn't know yeah. that either. Yeah, he got MySpace famous. Mm. Took New York in two nights. People shit on this guy, but he was a pioneer in so many ways. No, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, I think if I watch his stand-up now, it's like, it's, 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 a, it's definitely different. But back then, we were all quoting him. We were all oh, yeah, right. he was the best. I mean, but even as far as like he was one of the first people who was like in, I guess, like started the headway of like doing more college shows. Like he mm -hmm. got a ton of money doing colleges. Yeah. He started the trend of being famous online first, like yeah. just being an online personality. Like he pioneered a lot of the things yeah. that like, we all take for granted. Now, I think true. there was a stretch where it was important to hate Dane Cook. You know, yeah. but now it's like, who cares? Like, like five years ago. Maybe. Yeah. A Canadian yeah. legend. Uh, incredible Wonderful Canadian band. rock band. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually had Silver Side Up, uh, their album. Everyone did. And I loved it. Yeah. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. Just listen to that. it on my iPod Classic. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Wow, you had an iPod Classic. Oh, I hung on to that thing for I so long. I so much. Yeah, I had mine stolen at oh, a bar no. here in New York. Stolen right out of a jacket oh, I'd sat down. That's sad. Yeah. Mine literally died. Um, like, I turned, tried to turn it on one day, and it had two X's and, like, an unhappy <laughs> No. I'm not even really? kidding. The old it just died. The yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the wow. died face. That's that was wild. It for my iPod Classic. Oh, only oh Apple God. could make just bricking an item, like, interesting <laughs> like that. Personifying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, I, I miss that thing. I boy, saw oh my boy. iPod shuffle somewhere. That was oh, yeah. I, I had my shuffle. Did the remember. like the the white stick ones or like the much smaller oh, yeah, like, there was like, like the green square? square right? Yes. Like oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I kind of missed that thing. That was easy for yeah, like for exercise. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That is the crazy thing that they were that Apple was just like, if you don't want to listen to these songs in the same order, you gotta pay us another hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was more like you can't choose the order of the song. Well, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was no screen. There was no yeah, screen yeah. at all. You just like you, no, you put. You just had to skip through. Yeah, yeah. and it was like Blindly. it could hold. It could hold like four songs. Why did I put all of my Miz on here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Orders. If you were putting a whole album on, yeah. you were signing your death warrant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to put a mixtape on there. I mean, a mix CD. <laughs> One song at a time. Maybe folks. a concept album, at the least. <laughs> I feel like that would be even worse. That concept album, you need to like listen to it start to finish. It like tells a whole story. True. Man, I really just love the overture from Tommy. I'll put that on. <laughs> it was a different time. Yeah. Oh, we all loved the overture from Tommy. Oh, for then. sure. I'm going to do the whole thing now. Yeah, yeah please do. sing it for us. Is this Tommy Boy? Uh -huh. What? Is this Tommy Boy? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the Who's Tommy. Oh. You ever you ever listen to that? Who's that? That's uh the Who. The Who. The... Oh no. Oh wow, it's a real a real Who's on first. <laughs> that, went way, that went way longer than I thought. A real, go, I'll be honest. A real Who's the on first. Who? 
Who? The band. Who? That's what I'm trying to find. That's the, the one with uh, That's the one with uh, Pinball Wizard on. Yes. It. Love Pinball Wizard. Yeah. The Elton John cover. I mean, don't you know? I'm familiar with that. Mm-hmm. Familiar with that for sure. Colby, a big Elton John fan. Big time. Everybody know. knows it. They know. Did they you see know. him live? He was here? He I did. Here. I did see him live a couple weeks ago. Amazing. On October 18th. Wow. Madison Square Garden. Before Halloween. That's right. <laughs> the spookiest time of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Elton John loves Halloween. Well, we got to start wrapping things up now. Wow. Uh, gang, should we just go down the line and do parting words? Uh, any any additional plugs? Emily, if you have another project that we haven't mentioned uh <laughs> today i don't know follow me on twitter emily m dunkaroo yeah c dunkaroo o yeah yeah e-m-d-u-n-c-a-r-o-o m dunkaroo on twitter that's been emily duncan i've been emily duncan repping repping the raptors yeah today god bless the toronto raptors this is i really hope i really hope that's all that's all i have to say i'll stop there hey i'm pulling for him I'm pulling for him. Be so I love sweet. Kawhi. He's a fun guy. Kawhi. Yeah. <laughs> fun guy Kawhi. <laughs> fun guy Kawhi. Ha, 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 ha. And another smash dunk from Fun Guy Kawhi. <laughs> fun Guy Kawhi. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't quite have the same ring. <laughs> fun Gawi Kawhi. <laughs> Aaron Harland. You have a show tonight. I do with the '96 Bulls. Yes, yes, at uh, Velvet Brooklyn in in Williamsburg. Um, at when? At oh, right, the time. Just come anytime. Uh, it's at 7:30 p.m. Mm. Uh, it'll probably start at like 8 p.m. To be honest. Uh, and yeah. Who uh, else we got on this lineup? Uh, oh, sweeten people? the deal for oh, me. Who, oh, Mercy Santos, which is a really great improv team. Cool. Um, that's actually kind of all I know. To be honest, I forgot we had a show until today. Uh, so I'm not doing a very good job, but it is going to be very fun. We have a whole uh, bit that has to do with Dennis Rodman. Ooh. There's a sports reference. Boy. Uh, yes. So I, I just want to say thanks for letting me not talk about sports, and I do apologize. Um, and I, I am at Token Leading Best Friend uh, on both <laughs> Instagram so and Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yep, that's that's my handle. Great. <laughs> TK, Tim Keck. Tim Keck is here. Uh, I don't know. He's the I'm leader the, of uh... the pack. You know him. Go on. I'm going to be uh, co-hosting Stoked and Broke at Under St. Mark's this weekend. Really? Saturday night at like when? 11 o'clock. Oh, yeah, wow. I, I, I think it's 11 show. o'clock. It's a great show. I'm honored, to be, I'm honored to be filling in for the Reverend Kevin Bauer as he uh, goes yeah. on his journey somewhere. Yeah, a lot of people would say the, the strongest part of the show will be missing, but I'll be doing my best to replace him. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, I don't know if you got the time, watch ESPN's, uh, I love basketball. It's, it's fun. They've got a bunch All of you know, 20 hours. They said it was going to be like a 20 hour movie, but it's really just like five, 10, 20 minute clips that are all like lined up on the ESPN mm. app. So you can just click and watch one. I'm into that. Uh, it was pretty cool. And they started with PJ Carlissimo getting choked out by, uh, <laughs> Lawrence Sprewell and then immediately went into like. Basketball was discovered in the 30s by this old man who was, was like, discovered. let's throw it into peach baskets. I mean, that's the most boring part. Oh, that's in very Canada. funny. I got to skip a little bit more. That's oh, very in Canada? Funny. Yeah, yeah. Those peach baskets were in Canada. My God. Yeah. Canadian a, peaches. Yeah, yeah. There's like a, there's a heritage the minute about it on, on Canadian public television where they're like, 
don't be drilling holes in my peach baskets. Wow. I need them for later. Oh my God. Like a PSA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do like history PSAs in Canada where they like teach you about Canadian history. Canada that. is a crazy place. What it. a nutty place. Well, the everyone. of countries. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for joining me here on the Overtime Show. Uh, who knows when this will be back. Uh, next time Joe needs a sub, uh, the Overtime Show will return. In the meantime, tune into Young Persons Radio on Sunday mornings at 10 right here on Radio Free Brooklyn and stick around for the Brooklyn Conversation, which is starting in mere moments. Here's the, the overture from Tommy. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Tim out. <laughs>